And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show. Happy Valentine's Day. Good morning. 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 There you go, Mr. Bradley. Good morning to you. Howdy, howdy, howdy. How are you, buddy? <laughs> no, I'm all right. Uh, yeah, my, my, my soccer, what was that song, my soccer iliac or yeah, something's yeah. acting up? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, it's called getting older, buddy. Well, you got that right. Older. So, but we're all, hey, we're above the ground, aren't we? You got that right. As long as we're doing that, then we should be okay. So, uh, but it's good to hear your voice again. All's well. Thanks. Thank you. Here we are, uh, mid-February. Like you said, Happy Valentine's Day, just before Valentine's Day, and uh, uh, we got a great show lined up. I'm yes, uh, Bob. He's Ed, and uh, we're looking forward to to talk about some stuff this half hour. And we'll let Ed kick it off. With some news? Well, you know, Dollywood has one of the top company cultures in the country. That's according to a national ranking released Tuesday. Okay, so anyway, it's one of the top workplaces, and it's been, a, and they've won a national top work, workplace award for outstanding culture. But here's what I don't understand. I think Dollywood's great. The place is wonderful. They've got about 400 employees up there. But I don't understand how Dolly got nominated to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> well, she's a rock and roller, isn't she? No, she ain't no rock and roller. She's a country star. Has she ever had a song on the on a on a rock and roll chart? I can't probably, imagine pro so. Probably nine to five. Well, yeah. maybe, but that's not going to yeah. be enough to put you in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, is it? I wouldn't think so. Wouldn't think so, but anyway, they're, maybe they're sweet, sweet talking her for something, you know. I don't know. She draw uh, a crowd. Yeah, I know it. She will. Yeah. Here's a little more news for you. Ready? Yes, sir. What is it? A Home Depot employee has been arrested for swapping out three hundred eighty-seven thousand five hundred dollars of the store's cash for, with counterfeit money. Oh my God! Wow. Now, this guy worked as a vault associate at the store in Tempe, Arizona, where he was responsible for preparing cash from the registers for bank deposits, a process that included counting cash, stealing, and, and so on, sorry, sealing cash bags for transfer and deposits to Wells Fargo. Okay. Evidently, this guy, he pocketed a lot of money. Wow. About $387,000. I didn't know they had a vault. That, that's a job. Did they? Did he put it in just a little bit at a time, or did he put it in all yeah, big, no, big it, amounts? It's a little bit of time. It, it happened between January of 2018 and January of 22. Well, so, how many? Um, I wonder how many. Um, where he got the the money from, or was he making it himself? I don't know. Well, with the it, printers it today, you could probably make up some pretty good looking money. Yeah, that's true. But this is. I did not know that they had had job descriptions like this. He was responsible for preparing cash from registers for bank deposits. So that means mm -hmm. they just took it all back there in his room. And he counted cash and selling us a ceiling cash bags for transfer and yeah. deposits to the Wells Fargo Bank. So that was his job, getting ready to go to the bank. That's wow. kind of the inside track right there, you know? Oh my God, yeah. yeah. I mean, just think about it. Of course, I, I don't know how much fake money there is out there, but I dare say you and I have 
you know, some pass pass through our hand from time to time. That's true. Yeah. This is kind of sad news here. I it, it I've only been there one time in my life, and I can remember. But the King Tut Grill out in South Knoxville mm -hmm. is, is closed. It served customers for the last time on December the thirty first, and there was little fanfare. I didn't even know about it. I read about it in the newspaper. But uh, it'd been there for quite a while. But uh, did you ever eat there? Now, you know, a, a long, long time ago, not any time recent. Um, I didn't know if it was the same owner. I remember there was one, one old guy back there that owned it, I think. And yeah. um, I don't, but he, God, he would have been gone by now. Uh, so maybe he passed it down to his family or something. It's, kind, it's always kind of unique, but there wasn't any, the one thing there was, I noticed there was never any parking. It yeah. was real small. Yeah. And the food was just regular food. I thought it'd be something special, like a King Tut burger or something. <laughs> <laughs> King Tut burger. There you yeah. go. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's just all kind of regular food, though. So you want some more? Or are you through? Uh, give us one more. One more. All right. Let's do a UT, okay? Okay. T Tennessee sold $2.67 million in alcohol at football games this past year. Wow. How about that? And they had, they had to split it. Let's see, they split it with this company that does their catering and things. Yeah. So actually, they came out there pretty good. So UT's take was $1.34 million. Guess which game was the biggest alcohol game? Let's see. Did we play Alabama up here? No. No, it's next year. Uh, Georgia? No. Mississippi. Lane Kiffin's return. They, <laughs> most, most of that was what they were throwing on the field. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Give me a can. I'll drink it real fast and throw it at Lane. I'll pour it on him as he goes back to the dressing room. Oh, yeah, man. The first wow. season. Yeah, let's see. 2019 was the first season for alcohol sales. They only generated $1.46 in those seven games. So was, UT didn't even make a million dollars that one. So anyway, are you surprised it was only a million or do you think that's a high number? Oh, for this year? I mean, for yeah. this past year? Yeah. No, I think it's, it's pretty good. No, it generated 2.67 million wow. for this past season. I think it, they'll probably get it up to around 6 million. Do you, um, I got my season ticket renewal in the mail a couple of days ago mm -hmm. and they're wanting to I mean, everybody in the whole college, everybody in the entire stadium, they're making them donate yeah. to keep their tickets. Yeah. And my donation was so high, I think my wife and I have decided to um, have our season tickets on the couch at home. <laughs> not a bad, not a bad idea, buddy. It, I mean, it's just too steep. Yeah. So. Uh, well, I, I wish them a lot of luck for uh, collecting all that money because they really got some, they put some heavy numbers on a lot of people. I've heard some people had to donate $20,000. Oh, I wouldn't do that. Wow. I would I would not do that under any circumstances. I spent, I spent a lot of time in those skyboxes down there when I was, you know, at IVK. Right. And it's, it's not that big of a deal. And then UT won, then they, UT built those cushion seats on the west side, you know. Yeah, and they said they said oh, and they wanted to sell me those, and I think it was seven thousand dollars a year. Uh, Plus, you had to pay for your tickets. I thought, no, thank you. Yeah, I'll move on. Fine. 
Moving okay. on. All right, that's the news, folks. Um, Ed, tell everybody what our topic of the day is, and then you've got a sponsor. Okay, it is electric cars. Mm. Electric mm. cars. When will it take over the roads? Okay, and my sponsor is Weigel's. Here's a couple of specials we got for you this month at Weigel's. We've got buffalo chicken pizza. That'd mm. be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, let's see, buffalo chicken pizza, we got, and also we've got this drink that's pretty amazing. I haven't tried this drink yet, but it's, it's, it is peanut butter, what is it, peanut butter chocolate milk. Peanut butter thing. chocolate milk. Yeah, peanut butter chocolate milk. Okay, I'll buy it. Okay. I so like anyway, peanut butter anything. <laughs> There's good folks. That, you know, every Weigel's has a has a, a a kitchen, and it's called Weigel's Kitchen. And every every store has one, and they prepare all this in the store. They've got bakeries and all the kinds of foods and stuff. And if you want a hamburger and French fries, just go in there and tell you, I want a hamburger and French fries. They'll cook it up for you, right really? on the spot. Yeah, real fun. Good like place. It. There are 67 locations in the Knoxville and East Tennessee area. They're good people, and I want to say this, that they started, well, I'd lose it, let's see, yeah. They, uh, they started in Wartburg, Tennessee. Wartburg? Long, I figure they started Pal or something. Well, they, they, that, well, that's where it was. I mean, that's where their company was. All right. But, but the first, the immigrant, he was an immigrant, Mr. Weigel, came here with his two sons and went to, and bought a farm in Wartburg, Tennessee, and uh, then they moved to Knoxville later on. But he had his two sons there with him. And this, now, now, listen, this is back in the 1800s, a long oh time ago. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So it is, a, you, when you say it's a local East Tennessee company, it is a local East Tennessee company. <laughs> and they don't sell stock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, good sponsor, good people. I always like the people at Weigel's. Always, yeah. uh, you know, always a pleasant experience there. You know what to expect. Well, Ed, our topic for today is electric cars. Are they going to take over the roads? Um, are, are people going to buy in or is it going to be something that will fade out and um, you know a lot of people are putting a lot of money in in electric cars of course everybody's heard about tesla and uh, then of course toyota had that prius that's so popular and, uh, and then every car company of course seems to have electric vehicle now nissan and, uh, doesn't. who yeah. doesn't nissan no they have yeah they do they have the leaf that's right Ah, okay. They do, they don't have a hybrid. They have electric. That's what they've got. Okay. Well, you get different uh, people. You know uh, what uh, Biden said. It's that uh, we're going to be uh, by twenty. He said. Did he say by twenty thirty? He expected all cars to be sold. Uh, all cars sold in the U.S. would be electric by twenty thirty. Now that's only eight years away, and I, I just don't know how Biden thinks these manufacturers are going to pull that off. Well, Ford Motor Company and General Motors both have only committed to a goal of between 40% and 50% by 2030. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're a long way below the president there. And yeah, and, and here's the thing, Ed. Um, have you, well, let's start at the very beginning though here. Have you driven an electric car? Uh, no, but I've ridden in one. And have you driven a hybrid, which is partially electric, 
and partially uh, a combustion engine. You know where? Yeah. Yes, I own a hybrid. Okay, so you kind of now when you come to a stop, does your vehicle stop? I mean, does the engine the shut motor, off? No, it does not. So it keeps on going because I know yeah. electric cars that when they come to a stop, it, it, there's no noise. Yeah. You know, and my son has a Tesla. So are you comfortable thinking that you would own a high, a, a all electric car? Oh, absolutely. I talked to my wife about it, and of course, you know what she said. She said, well, where are you going to plug it in? I said, well, you know, there's plug-in places everywhere, somewhere. And, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everywhere, somewhere. Okay. And I'm, sure that I'm, and I'm sure there'll be more in the years to come. <clears throat> but anyway, she says, she says, well, I don't go for that. I'm just not going for it. So anyway, so I guess hybrid may be as far as I go. But the thing about the hybrid car, this, this one I have, it's actually an SUV, and when you turn it on, mm -hmm. it makes noise because they, you want people around you to know that the motor's running. So it actually <laughs> makes noise, and when you put it in reverse, it really makes some noise. And then you pull out of the garage and put it in drive, and you can't hear it wow. until you rev it up or something. I love it, though, but it's great on gas, I'll tell you that. Tank, <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> the tank only holds 10 gallons. Really? That's all it'll hold. And it's regular gas. So and it, it, it um, electric cars, they reclaim um, some energy by, like when you apply the brakes yeah. and things like that, it, it takes some of that energy back in to recharge the batteries. Now, your son has a Tesla, right? Right. Okay. Do you like it? You know, I've ridden in it. I haven't driven it. It's, it's it, the odd thing about it. First of all, it's all electric, and he had to have an electric charger put in the parking garage where he lives. Um, the car um, is real quiet, and it has a more pickup than any vehicle I've ever been in because the moment he touches the accelerator, it will throw your neck back. I mean, <laughs> it's that fast, but if you think about it, there's no engine to get going. Mm -hmm. It has to build up. You you have as much energy at the very first second as you do, you know, an hour later driving the vehicle. Mm -hmm. So it's a little odd with that. Um, his Tesla has a lot of extra features that not necessarily anything to do with the electric, um, you know, like self-driving and things like that, which is another topic we ought to talk about sometime. But um, I... I haven't really decided if I would want an electric car or not. I, I guess I haven't bought it on in yet. The thing, and Biden's administration has talked about this, which somewhere in here, he said Biden plans to have 500,000 electric charging stations, which would be more than double the amount. And and also he would have uh, fuel economy standards that would curb internal combustion engines. But I don't I don't know how the, our infrastructure. I guess what I'm trying to say is not there. If you no. were traveling to no. let's say Ed wants to drive his electric car to Texas and it's all electric, uh, somewhere along the line you're going to have to stop and charge. And if it's if it's a fast charger, which is more expensive. You know, it could do it in 30 minutes. If it's not, you're going to, have to sit someplace for a couple hours. Yeah. 
Well, and and see, I think those, I think that what he's saying is just pie in the sky. I don't think there's any way in the world he can meet that. Oh, I don't you either. Know? Oh, I mean, he, the first mistake he made was the day he got elected was turning, you know, turning off that pipeline uh, from Alaska down to the Gulf. Yeah. To, and that's just, I mean, that's, but that's what I mean. It's just that initial reaction. But no, I don't think there's any way in the world it's going to happen like that. I see these cars as just something you drive around town, and uh, that's the way I see it. I don't see them driving across the country. I'd be scared to do that. I'll bet your son did, though, didn't he? Yeah, you know, he has, uh, Tesla has a thing where you go in and put where you're going, mm -hmm. and on the map, it shows every place you yeah. need to stop to charge, yeah. and if they're a supercharger, and so, you know, he uh, uh, can plan his route out like that, but it, they're they're not everywhere by any means. No, uh, there's few and far between. I think. Yes, they are, and yeah. you have to carefully plan your trips mm -hmm. because obviously you'll be running out of juice no. um, uh, when uh, you're riding, and then, you know most places it's meant to be charging overnight, not a quick thirty-minute charge. So, I think I, every uh, every automaker is going to make them. They're going yeah, to be here. Sure. And, I, and eventually, I'll buy that. I, yeah. Eventually, I think it's probably going to be a, at least fifty percent of the automotive market. Now, what I want to see is this Ford truck that's all electric that's coming out. Mm -hmm. My doctor friend has ordered one, and I can't wait till it gets here. But of course, all this depends on these darn chips. You know whether <laughs> yeah. we get any chips or not. Yeah. But I, I want to see that Ford work truck or a pickup truck. It's a F-150, I think. It's all electric. And uh, we'll see what that's like. I'll, I'll give you a report. Yeah, and uh, um, it, that's that's really interesting. When You know, I can see it in uh, Grandma and Grandpa's little car where they're driving around the neighborhood. But... When you talk about a truck and I'm going to go do some heavy lifting and pick up the load and we're going to go pick up lumber and bricks and stuff like that, I got to make sure I've got some torque. And well, you've, I think you've got plenty of torque. So it, you don't, don't you? think that's going to be a problem at all? No, that's why it goes so fast. It's got all that torque. But would it eat up the energy faster if you've got a big payload? I mean, I don't know the answer to it. But. I, don't, I don't know that, but... I don't know. It'll be something to see. Well, Volkswagen says they're really sold on it. They're saying they are going to have 70% of the cars they sell uh, be electric by 2030 in Europe. That's just in Europe. Now, of course, Volkswagen is probably the number one car manufacturer in the world, I would guess. If, if not, they definitely are in yeah. Europe. Mm -hmm. That's true. So if they force the people, if they only have 70%, if 70% if of their cars are electric and that's a, your choice, it's gonna, you may have to be forced into buying an electric car. So, Well, I know people who want, just says, no way, I wouldn't have one no matter what. And you have to replace the batteries and blah, 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 blah. But what I've read, the batteries, you don't have to replace for like 15 years. Right. And... Um, and not only that, they'll you know I'm sure in 15 years you'll be able to buy them down the street somewhere. <laughs> well, probably yeah, like a Jiffy Lube. 
Yeah, or Walmart. <laughs> Give me two batteries, please. <laughs> I'll take two car batteries to keep my car going. Ran out in the parking lot. Well, um, I, I'm not opposed to owning an electric car. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with us getting there. But I'll, I'll, I will caution everybody with this. Um, if, if, if you buy into everything's going to be electric, I guarantee electricity is going to go up. So don't think you're going to get something for nothing. And uh, even these charging stations, uh, they charge you to get a charge. And if it's a supercharger, oh, yeah, yeah. they charge you more. Yeah, you have to use a credit card to get it on. Exactly Quite right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I mean, I think there will always be internal combustion engines, but I don't know what that will look like. Of course, I won't be around 50 years from now to see what it looks like, but... I think we're talking about something more than uh, 10 years down the road, though. I think, you know, it's 25 years from now before you're going to see most cars. If I don't think it'll ever be all, but a majority of them being electric. I agree. So, I like the hybrid, though. I do like it. Well, I think that's a good combination. I think I agree with you on that because you, you got the best of both worlds and the car reclaims energy itself while you're driving it and so forth. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. Okay. All right. Anything else on electric, Ed? No, sir. That's it. All right. Tell everybody what's coming up. Now I got a sponsor of the day. We're going to do a mailbox and talk about some complaints. And I can't wait to get to this mailbox. So take it away, Bob. All right. My uh, sponsor today is Ben Lucky. I've uh, been uh, doing their spots for quite some time. And boy, did they knock it out of the park in 2021. Mm -hmm. They had an incredible year. And uh, the reason is they're, they're helping you save money. So you come in there, it's a win-win. What they do, here's the way this works. They get those things that you return to Home Depot and Lowe's and Amazon, all that stuff. It doesn't go back on shelves. It is wholesaled out. Ben Lucky buys them in huge quantities. He, they don't know what they're going to get, but they come in on Wednesday and Thursday. They put them in bins throughout their location. And on Friday, everything is $7. It's all brand new stuff. I don't care if it originally sold for $40. It's $7. Saturday, it's $5. Sunday, it goes down to $3. Monday's only a buck. And if there is anything left on Tuesday, it's 50 cents. And they restock on Wednesday and Thursday. And you wow. say, Bob, where is this place? Bob, where is this place? <laughs> 4426 Middlebrook Pike, right across that big KUB substation. Uh, you'll see it. They've got the big uh, horseshoe out there for being lucky. So if you want to get lucky, get on down there and jump in one of those bins. You'll be start saving money left and right. I'm All right, Ed. Open up that up uh, mailbag. All right, here we go. The mailbag. Where is it? Here it is. Here we go. All right, we got, uh, let's see. West in Detroit, since COVID started, what's the city with the most homicides? That's where you kill somebody. Yeah, I mean, the most, hom I mean, because some of these cities, uh, remember they, we were going to defund the police because we don't need police anymore. And I'm sure that all the uh, bad people said, well, I don't want to be here. There's not going to be any police. I got to go somewhere where there's police. Uh, so uh, we were looking at this list, Ed and I were, and uh, it's an interesting list, uh, especially because, folks, the city with the 
uh, biggest increase in homicides per capita is very close to us. We're going to tell you that is in just a moment. Right now, Ed, let's uh, let's go up the list a little bit, if you don't mind. I, I, how far does it go? 30, 40, 50. Um, number 49 is Nashville, which is pretty good. Oh, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, that's good. Let's see. What are those cities there of note for you that you find interesting? Well, you got some big ones on there. You know, Los Angeles, San Francisco, which you'd expect to have here. Lincoln, Nebraska's up there at 39. But um, I don't. But know. you'd expect to see those in the top five. Oh, yeah, I would too. So they, got, they must have good police departments. Yeah, uh, Dallas, Texas was 23rd. That's, you know, that's still not in the top 10. Um, let's see. Bum, bum, bum. I can't find anybody from Tennessee. Well, Nashville was 49, but oh, okay. you're right. Nothing yeah. like that. Las Vegas was number 13. Let's go ahead and jump to the top 10. You do number 10, which is no surprise. Number 10 is Chicago. Uh, all right, number nine is Albuquerque, New Mexico, and Ed's got number eight. Denver, Colorado. Yeah, and then uh, Oakland, California. Yeah, I can believe that. Baltimore, Maryland, number six. Number five is Norfolk, Virginia, oh, wow. which surprises me because there's a lot of military there. You'd think a military town, I don't know, would just have more uniform people around it scare off the bad stuff, but maybe not. <laughs> Number four is no surprise, is it, Ed? Nope. Washington, D.C. Yeah. Then we get closer to home here. Cincinnati, Ohio is number three of the most... That surprises me. Yeah, out of... Um, well, we're talking about the per 100,000 people. Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, 10 homicides for every 100,000 people. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty high. Yeah. Number two? New Orleans, Louisiana. With 13.82 uh, homicides per 100,000 people. And Ed, what is the city in the United States with the highest increase in homicide rates during COVID? Unbelievable. Memphis, yeah. Tennessee. Wow. I, I, Tennessee. I was really surprised to see that, to be honest oh, me with you. Too. Me too. Uh, that 14 that, I mean, you don't point, hear too much about it. No, no, no I hadn't heard anything no, like that. No. They're saying 14.27 uh, homicides per ev for every 100,000 people. So how many people live in Memphis? A million something? Yeah, something like that. So, you know, that's, 100, that's 140, 150 homicides in one year. The biggest increase from one year to the next one, number one, was Cincinnati. Yep. And then and then Norfolk, Virginia, and then Oakland, California. New Orleans didn't surprise me because I think ever no. since the hurricane, New Orleans has not been the same. A lot of, I think I always look for cities with a lot of alcohol, and uh, New Orleans kind of fits that. But not no, Memphis. No yeah. yeah, I can't. I just don't see Memphis that way. And yeah. Washington, D.C., if, if, if I was a senator or house of representatives or something i'd be a little nervous having to say i have to go live up in dc for <laughs> half the year so oh they don't live there they live in virginia <laughs> <laughs> all right what's the other you got some more in the mailbag ed yeah we got some more here right here let's see okay here we go you ready i am 
He is ready. So our question is, Yvette from Augusta, have you guys ever been to the Masters? Ooh. Ooh. Augusta, like to Georgia. Have you been there? Nope. No, I haven't. You know, I, I see the I see guys with hats all the time from there though. Yeah, well, you know, it's an interesting place. I didn't I did go twice. I couldn't get into the regular tournament, but I got there um for the practice rounds. Um, and it's hard to even get those tickets. But the practice rounds uh, well, when I first got there at the gate, if you have a phone on you, they confiscate it. Oh, really? No, no camera, no phones can go past the gate. And uh, so you leave it in the car because they're not going to let you in with it. Nobody wants to hear a phone ringing or you talking with your friends or any of that other stuff. Yeah. Um, but when I walked out there, the first moment I'm walking uh, it's be obviously it's beautiful, but I was walking on what I thought was artificial grass, and I told somebody I said this this has got to be artificial grass. And one of the masters uh, workers, people with their green hats, walked over and said, "Sir, you will not find artificial grass anywhere at this facility." <laughs> I said, "Okay, I'm sorry." <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> he was insulted. And, he was. <laughs> but that's how manicured this grass was. It was unbelievable. Um, it's like it's like carpeting. Wow. I don't know how they do it. I um, love the pictures on television of that. What is it? The Deacon's Amen Corner. Amen Corner, Corner, where it's just surrounded by those azaleas. And I mean, it's just so beautiful. Yeah, the azaleas are everywhere. It's really yeah. beautiful. But right down in that corner, you're right. It's just, um, and, and let me tell you what, these guys have got marketing down to a T. When you walk into the store, well, you can't just walk into the store. Everybody's in line to get into the store, but it moves really fast. And you walk in there, and everything they've got for sale, you can see it high up on the wall in the back with a particular number. And they've got whatever it is, a jacket, a hat, or whatever, they've got a master's hat or jacket or whatever they may be, in your college color, the actual <laughs> color. And so you just point and say, I want, uh, and there's people walking through the crowd with little computers. And I would like a number 157, a 33, a 40, and, and blah, 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 blah. Okay, just go to the cash register and pay for it. They have 20 cash registers. You run them through there and your stuff's waiting for you right there. Wow. And then they say, would you like for us to store it until you're ready to leave? And we'll, and they have it bring out a big plastic bag and they seal it up and give you a tag and you pick it up on your way out. Or they say, would you like for us to mail it to your house? And wow. I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable how organized they are. First class. Oh gosh. First uh, class. All you go, go in that store, buy whatever you want to, and boy, they do, and nothing's cheap. Yeah. I think I got a key ring, I think it was $25. God, <laughs> I wonder how much a hat is. <laughs> but it was something else, I really, uh, uh, to see those guys, I watched uh, Bubba, what's Bubba's last name? Uh, Watson. Yeah, Bubba Watson. I was watching him. I saw his ball come down. He'd hit it. He walks up and hits the ball again within 10 seconds. Uh. Here he knew what he was going to hit. He got up, the guy hit to him. He hit it and walked away. It was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, all these guys look over every shot for five minutes before they're... Yeah. Hit it, but uh, yes, I've been to the Masters. Ed has it. Ed, 
you got to go, but I'm telling you, it's a lot of walking because there's no yeah. golf carts. Uh, and and every and uh, pimento cheese sandwiches is what they have. And wow, they're pimento cheese sandwiches. That's what they sell. That's the sandwich mm -hmm. they sell, and they're only like a dollar. Oh, that's not bad. The food is cheap. The food is dirt cheap. It, it not expensive at all. So. so I guess that's why Tiger is not playing in it. It's because of the golf cart feature. Because he, I don't think he can walk that far. Oh, he's, I wouldn't think so either. I, I, when I heard about his injury, I, was, yeah. I didn't think he'd ever walk ever. Yeah, well, he is walking, the, but yeah, but the, I, the, the wreck took the top of his, one of his, like his left foot off. Yeah. Hmm. So. All right, where are we? Let's see, we just did the uh, mailbox. Yeah. We got We're complaints saying, this now. Is, this is the Ed and Bob show. Well, let's do some complaining. Oh, I have, yeah. We haven't complained in in several weeks because we've done special shows. So would you like to start complaining? I'll be happy to. Okay. My complaint is people who are taking advantage of the COVID thing and staying off work, staying home or not working. And I, I think this is getting to be epidemic. It really is even more so than the, the COVID because you know, I, I don't work. My, my wife does. And she says it's if people just call them in everywhere. They can't come in. They're sick, blah, blah, blah. If there's that many people sick, we need to close the country down. And that's just amazing. But it's, you know, it's easy to do that. Do, all you have to I do, do is it's kind of self, you know, you're self, uh, self-reporting. Serving kind of thing. Yeah. So you just say, well, I don't feel good this well, week. Well, I think I that, I think... I think you've hit the nail on the head, though, uh, thing. I think people say, hey, I really don't need to work when I can get this from the government. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, yeah. What, but, but what kind of country are we going to become if if nobody wants to work? Yeah, well, that's the truth. And, and you know, I'll, go, I'll throw another thing out there. People from other countries that immigrate to the United States, they come here wanting to work because they, they've heard that you, if you work hard, you can achieve whatever you want to. Whereas in other countries, they have to do their job. They can only do that job. And this is all you're ever going to get. And, but we, people that were born here in America, there's a lot of just apathy. You know, I'll just take what the government's given me and there's no incentive to work. No. It's sad, yeah. isn't it? It is a, 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 a generation of people that don't want to work. So what's your complaint? Well, yeah, I saw this the other day and um, our local newspaper here um, has really gone downhill. Uh, I bet in the last uh, four or five months, if you read their headlines, now what's the old story, Ed, that newspapers are written for anybody with at least a fifth grade education or something like that right well i will see headlines not the main headline on the front page but all the other little headlines and all the other little stories and there'll be grammatical errors mm. and you, you would think the one thing they could always get you'd think your newspaper would not have a grammatical error um at all i mean don't you think they would double check a a, a title to an article, a headline. 
Well, I was here's the here's the one of them I remember. Okay. Let me let me give you this one that I remember. It was talking about UT former UT football coaches. Okay. Uh-huh. And the title of the story said, "Where the where former UT football players are at." <laughs> well, of course, it, it should it should just be where former where UT football coaches from? are. Yeah, I know. And it had an at, and you're and it was in the printed version. Not this is oh not online. Gosh. Printed ver, and you look at it and you go, "You gotta be kidding me." Uh, and but later in the day, because it was on their digital as well, later in the day they took it off. Mm. I, I, wow. And and that's something that your you know your your grammar your English teacher would say. I don't know, Bob. Where's the at? Where's the at go? <laughs> you know, you, where former UT football uh, coaches are at. at. And so, so I don't know. Uh, I just think that our local newspaper is dumb down downhill. Oh, I agree, and obviously in, in content too, and ads. Well, too. It's, it's like a pamphlet now. Yeah. It really is. Well, so, maybe their uh, their proofreader is uh, taking the day off. It doesn't want to go back to work. Well, you like think you were they talking got, about they, earlier. They've got a computer that's proofreading, so all you know they just have there to do you, it. I guess. There you go. Yeah, yeah that's true. There you go. That's exactly right. it. All right, Ed, tell everybody how I can listen to the show. Well, the Ed and Bob show is available at edandbob.com, or you can download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob, and be sure to subscribe when you do that. On Alexa, on your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn, and then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She's doing this right now. Here, <laughs> I can hear her. Go to <laughs> She'll ask what you want to hear and then tell her exactly this. Ed and Bob show. <laughs> there you go. We'll have to record that. Yeah. Uh, let's see if you'll make some comments. Uh, edandbob.com is where you can do that. Also email us edandbob at yahoo.com. Don't forget we're on social media. Um, mine is at, uh, I mean, ours is at Ed and Bob Knox, K-N-O-X. Uh, Ed's is at Ed Brantley on Twitter. And mine on Twitter is Bob Thomas K N O X, and we're on Facebook too, so don't miss that. Any corrections or anything else you want to change or something you want to say? Well, I just want to—I'm going to say something about a good friend of ours that passed away recently, mm-hmm. Walt Strevel. Okay. Just a great guy. Mm-hmm. We used to do trips together and hunt. And great family, and and we're going to really miss old Walt. I've really been sad the last few days, really bad. So. If you know Walt, say a prayer for him, and uh, we'll see him sometime in the future, I'm sure. Wonderful man. Wonderful oh, man. Always a absolutely. smile on his face every time you know, I saw he, him. He had a pipe company in Powell, and, um, and I, knew, I would stop by and see him and talk with him there, and then he, he retired from that, and just, just a great guy. And, of course, his wife, Agnes, is just wonderful. But it's such a sad thing for that family, and I'm really sorry for them. All right. Bless their hearts. You got a business shout-out? Uh, I got one little shout-out here, Ed. I went to dine the other night at Savelli's on Sutherland Avenue. That would be Italian. Go to Savelli's. It would be. It would be the best excellent, Italian excellent you've ever eaten. Excellent food there. Yeah. 
<laughs> so we appreciate them listening. And Ed's going to tell you what's coming up on our next show. Animals that are in danger of becoming extinct. So, oh, man. Enjoy them while you can. <laughs> and I think, if I'm not mistaken, over the years, haven't, what, wasn't uh, buffaloes on that list at one time and then Ted uh -huh. Turner saved them or something? Yeah, and, and well, I look uh, forward to talking about that. And also, uh, I think alligators, you know, they've killed a lot mm -hmm. of alligators over the years. So we'll see. Well, let's see what's going to happen. It'll be a good show. Ed, um, I will see you on the uh, next show. Good to talk with you. And uh, hope we see you soon. Okay, now you know it's Valentine's Day, right? Coming up. Right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, and, and yeah, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Now that, listen, ladies, this this whole thing has changed now. It's now appropriate for women to buy the Valentine's gift for the men, not the men <laughs> for the women. <laughs> the jewelry store. Ah, don't you love listening to Ed in his old age? <laughs> Yeah, you try to get away with that, Brantley. <laughs> right. All right. I'll see you next time. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I heard her and she heard back. Like the sailor said, Oh, and that all.